the me. And these two jerks podcast. They're idiots. They're idiots with microphones. I don't know how that happened. All right, welcome to the me and these two jerks podcast. Kyle West alongside Eric Michaels, Jamie Dawson. Are back, we the jerks this time? Back for another episode. So. We've got two new jerks. Big, crazy, ugly, mean jerks. <laughs> uh, That's Appreciate you, you coming oh, okay. by for another episode. And I want to thank our friends, Eric. Uh, take care of the uh, the business. Yeah, the Prelude Web and Marketing, our friends there. Uh, they're putting our website together, meanthesetwojerks.com. They do a lot of great things. If you're thinking you need a new look for your website, um, graphic design services, refurbished computers, they can even custom build you a computer. Check out our friends at Prelude Web and Marketing. Go to our website, meanthesetwojerks.com to see uh, the links. So you intro the show. That means you must be the me and we're the jerks this time around. Yeah, so, you know, this ought to be good. Jamie, I'm feeling it. You know, <laughs> it better be. I just be. got back from a vacation in Las Vegas. One of your six this year. Okay, already. <laughs> it's my third in a year. <laughs> and they're not long, week-long vacations. I took like three mini vacations. They're like four or five days. I spread them out. I spread the wealth. Every three weeks. It's, it's, it's already you know, March, and you've had you three You guys days? have chosen chi- children in your life. I've chosen multiple <laughs> vacations every year. It's a choice. We all make it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure at the end of the day, you guys will appreciate your experiences with your kids way more than I'll experience my vacations. But, hey, it is what my it is. My kid's only two, and he doesn't talk back yet, so it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah. It gets bad. worse. <laughs> yet. So, anyways, you know, I'm thinking, you know, we have so much going on in the world, and, and you're on a vacation, and one, you're at the at the resort, or in my case, I was at the New York, New York, and Las Vegas. You know, you're having a great time. Ooh, hoity-toity. But the, but the whole... <laughs> Do they have a days in? They, have, huh? they actually have a Motel 6 on the Strip and a travel lodge. Probably still too expensive for yeah, me. That's yeah. where I'd be. Free bed bucks. Yeah. Every <laughs> they throw in the coronavirus for free. Wow. They are also not sponsors of this podcast. <laughs> yes. So... When you're traveling, <laughs> you know, you have the experience of the vacation when you're there, but you have the absolute suck of getting there and getting home involving airports. And, you know, I, I hate to be a negative guy. I just hate it. You No, you don't. But the Las Vegas airport <laughs> I've read might be one of the top three worst airports that I've ever been to. And you would think it would be really, really great with how many people go there. It is a tourist destination. Wrong. Wrong. So we land in Vegas. I've actually never been to Vegas, so I have no idea. I've well, been to the airport. That's it. All right. So we land out there, and the first thing you see when you get off the plane is slot machines. Now, obviously, Shocker. These, the slot machines at the Las Vegas airport, aren't. they don't pay out a whole lot. And they're not really designed for you when you get off the plane. They're designed for <laughs> when you're killing an hour at your gate before your flight comes or if there's a delay. So because you're leaving Las Vegas and we haven't sucked enough of your money out yeah, of your bank account, we want to get the last couple yeah, of dollars yeah. at the airport. There's an ATM just down the way. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was a bad decision. So, anyways, first, <laughs> first, was it, hey, wait, wait, it was as bad as my decision at the St. Louis Casino. Uh, no, I actually made my money last a lot longer than <laughs> seven minutes. Um, first experience. So we get you know a four hour flight. It's the flight smooth. Um, have an empty middle seat on Southwest. Sometimes, you know, you're a little nervous about your seating. That's a win Southwest, right there. You know, so I had me on the outside. My, my girlfriend Pam was with, by the window. We had space in between us. And, you know, I'm not the smallest of individuals. So we were both comfy. We got the plane in a good mood, ready to go. And we sit 50 minutes to get our luggage. And they've got this ginormous, um, what do they call them? Wheels? Carousel. Carousels. I mean, don't ride on them, though. They you don't ride on them. Do that. not ride on them. No. 
So they you they've do got, know from experience. They've got no this comment. huge one, and they've got thirty of them in this airport. And for whatever reason, they're dumping all of them onto one. And we're so there's four planes full of people trying to squeeze in and look for their black Samsonite suitcase. You know how that goes, right? <laughs> yeah. Not well. You so, didn't tie a special ribbon around the handle or something? Uh, well, Pam ours, did. He didn't. No, our okay. suitcases, we do that. But the problem is if you've got four planes of people all trying to get around this one carousel to find their luggage, I mean, it's just it's like... But the good thing is, if you miss it, it comes around again. Yeah, but it was, as as it was like a five-minute trip around. It was that big of a carousel. So we well, get our luggage. Had those slot machines. We get our luggage, and, and our plan was the uh, the Uber to the hotel. So we go to the exit. Well, we got the wrong exit. We're at the taxi exit. The Uber exit was four miles the other. Why don't direction. you just take the taxi? So we take the taxi. Could you? Did you take the taxi to the Uber exit, or did you just take the taxi all the way? No, we just took the taxi. Because I feel like that would be something you would do. We it's just, like, taxi driver, you're not cool enough. We, you got to take us to the Uber. We t- <laughs> so, <laughs> you, you're right. So, <laughs> so, we get to the taxi, and the, the first shady thing that, that happens is the guy says, oh, my uh, power to my meter, no work. Did he have that accent? Oh, wow. He we did. went there. Yeah. yeah okay. Wow. He did. Yeah. He did. And he, <laughs> he, he was helpful with the luggage and all that. And he goes, hey, would you want to go to the dispensary? Still because, got the accent. Yeah, that's wow. what he said. This dispensary is open wow. out there in Vegas, and that's it's legal. I mean, it is everywhere. You're walking in a slot machine, you're you're, you're getting a puff in getting your Getting a contact high yeah, while you're out there. High. They probably love that Down out there because the it's lowering your inhibitions yeah. even more. <laughs> Down the strip, it's all like that. So the guy gets to the hotel, and I'm, you know, they, you know, he says it's it was three twenty five a mile. It was five miles. I'm thinking, all right, it's going to be twenty two dollars. Thirty seven fifty is what it comes up to. Why? That, hang on, that, that that was him. That was him. Well, uh, thirty seven fifty. Wait, was this taxi or Uber? This was taxi. Yeah, this was right? a taxi. Yeah. So same trip back to the airport via Uber cost me ten dollars and twelve cents. So this dude. Okay, I know one thing me. for sure. This guy sitting across from me, Jamie Dawson, would not stand for this sorcery. I wouldn't. But at this point, I've traveled four hours. I waited an hour for luggage. He knows that. We're You're ready, already pissed. We're ready to get dinner, and we're ready to you know get showers and, and hit the floor. Plus, you're worried about the coronavirus, so you're having to figure out ways to wash your hands. And I you're in couldn't a dirty care cab. less. Yeah. So we, we get checked in. We're all good. We have a great four days in Las Vegas. and You're broke as hell. You know, not really. I took what I wanted well, to spend. Well, he's got so much to begin with. I well, took what I wanted to spend. I didn't go to the ATM. We had a great time. We went to Fremont Street. By the way, if you're ever short on, on revenue, you can go to Fremont Street and make yourself some money back. There's a guy that had a little space, and you can pay him $10 and kick him right in the balls. Oh. Legit, sign. <laughs> kick me in the balls for $10. Dude was getting four to five kicks an hour. He's making 50 bucks an hour. Wow. Ingenious. You know you what? Work, Look at it this way. You can work five hours a night. You could make, you know, a good grand a week. And you know what? He does not have to worry about his wife being on birth control or buying condoms. Wow. Yeah. Ten dollars for a, a nut kick. <laughs> so when are you starting a new job? <laughs> so there's that. Wow, so so we have we have a great time. We do the Uber, and as we're there, there's more and more on the coronavirus. More and more and more. So we get back last day. Uber to the to the airport, and we have to go there early because we have to check out the hotel. We didn't want to take our luggage all through downtown Vegas. He really had to go to those slot machines. That's right. So we did the slot machines. Go back to Fremont Street. <laughs> I played off the slot machines for a long time. I really did. I, I'm, I'm not complaining about the slot machines. What I'm complaining about is after the Shoot. slot machines, 
you want to go <laughs> I just broke this chair and yeah. wash your hands and with all the coronavirus stuff and you know all the i'm i'm all about taking care of mother earth but i think we're regretting our decisions now in this world of coronavirus where you need to wash your hands it's quite the rant i'm kind of concerned where this is going you I need to wash your hands but now because of all the environmental friendly policies we've adopted you go to the these public bathrooms you get like a little dollop of soap there's no hot water in any of these bathrooms if those airport. little motion detected yeah. things work to begin with and the cdc is saying you got to wash your hands with hot water for 20 seconds you're not getting that in las vegas you're getting cold water a little bit of soap and then there's no <laughs> paper towels there's trash on the floor it took me six bathrooms to find paper towels you didn't go to all six i went to six no you didn't I had a, I had like two hours. To you would have no anybody in their right mind would have wiped it on their pants by then by like the third. But see, but I wouldn't have made it that, three. That defeated the purpose because I'd been sitting in a slot machine chair for two hours. The, at the front airport. of your pants, Kyle. Have you know. never done this before? Okay, so yeah. let's think about this too. You're all concerned about all the other crap you've been touching. What about that slot machine handle you kept pulling on for well, an hour? Exactly. That's why, that's so why every time I got it from the machine, they'd have Purell stations, and you would Purell your hands. So uh, what I'm thinking is through all this coronavirus crap. If you uh, if you are Johnson and Johnson or one of these companies that manufacture oh you're making some Lysol bread, or yeah. um, uh, hand sanitizer SC Johnson or all that a family stuff. company yeah whatever Not you are just got to be making money hand over fist yeah I, w- I would think so yeah. yeah so I don't know but anyway we're not here to talk what, about coronavirus you, what, you, what I'm thinking is that uh, this podcast should be uh, first off rated PG thirteen yeah because. Um, well, we've we've had some cultural sensitivity. We need some training, I think. <laughs> I was just accurately um, depicting his we, his speech to if us. If we get upset in Vegas, we need to go visit uh, Corner Keith on uh, <laughs> on Fremont Street. Here's my <laughs> question: Do you think they'll legalize a it? Bill his way. Could the Wabash Valley uh, legalize and and put a dispensary somewhere uh, next to our new casino? Uh, I don't know. Let's be real here. We finally got Sunday alcohol sales, what, a year and a half, two years ago? Yeah, we got, we got a ways to go. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a long time before and they legalize me, marijuana. Let me reiterate. The taxi driver was a very, very nice guy who peeled my head off $37 for a four-mile camera. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, he was a fantastic guy. He was very friendly, really very good. helpful with the luggage. But I again, he, was... he peeled my head off for $37 for a four-mile taxi. The ride. other thing I learned uh, about this is that we clearly need to get you one of these suitcases with your picture on it. Yeah, yeah. they can do that. They, yeah, yeah. If you look at that. Can you it. imagine your big mug <laughs> on that? Trust yeah. us, nobody else would take it. <laughs> nobody else is taking your suitcase then. It's over there, three carousels away. Pam, I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Run, go get it. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely, lovely. 40 bucks, it looks like. I'll go in. You're going to go have these? Oh, I'll find a coupon Birds. code and then You'll go find a coupon, yeah. You got an yeah. Amazon code you can get that on? Yeah. It's, uh, there's, but no, I, you know, dealer, honey. you make a point. Traveling, it's like I, I almost dread vacations because I don't look forward to going and coming back. Once you're there, I'm good. But it's like, you know, all the trips, you know, if I was traveling for work or whatever I was doing in years past, my wife would always listen to me, bitch, that I don't want to go. She's like, but once you get there, you'll really enjoy it. And I go, I, yeah, I know, but it's, it's the, you know, however many hours in the car or going to the airport and dealing with that rigmarole or, or whatever else. But it's just traveling is it's too much work. Sometimes. You guys sound like some divas. Yeah. Well, here's the worst like, thing. Right? Get to go so see the world. We finally get ready work. to board the plane, and they say, hey, good news, everybody. There's only 80 passengers. There's 90 empty seats. 
Sweet. So it works out to where most people are going to get their own row. At the very least, you're going to get empty seats by you. So I get seated, get an aisle seat. You made Pam have her own row, didn't you? No, she actually sat back right, by the bathroom. She sat right behind me. She wanted to sit. She was she was hoping to kind of stretch out and lay down a little bit. So we're good. Hang on. What is the flight from here to Vegas? Like four hours? It's it's about three and a half. Okay. Um, a little bit faster going from Vegas to Indy because you have the jet stream behind you. But right. going out there is closer to four. That hours. was super geeky. Yeah. 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 Just I like, missed that day in science class in yeah. seventh grade. So, anyways, a guy is like, "Hey, can I sit by the window?" And I'm like, "That's no big deal." One of the very few rows that somebody's sitting next next to somebody else, and this guy is your row. Is my row, and this guy just starts. <laughs> <laughs> You You're like, oh, no, coronavirus. <laughs> and blowing his nose. You need to sanitize just, that microphone. Yeah. 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 And just <laughs> snotting all over the place. I'm going to mark that one down that That's he always right. has to use that one. Yeah, Ugh. just the whole time. And it's like, really? So I kept like every 20 minutes, like Pam's right behind me. I'm like, hey, hand sanitize me and give me some wipes. And so she kept giving me stuff because I just felt like the corona just crawling on my skin. <laughs> just felt it crawling. Like I almost ordered a corona from the beer cart from the uh, from the concession stand just to... Is that what you guys call it? Hey, sanitize me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hook me up with some goods. Is that going to be like a new, um, a new category on Pornhub or something? Uh, it might be, yeah. Hashtag sanitize me. <laughs> So, so anyways, by the time you finally that. land and you've got idiots coughing on you and as soon as the plane lands, they like jump up to race to be the first off the plane. I never understood that either. Yeah. It, you, get, you get off the plane and you just want to be home. And then you've got the hour drive back to Terre Haute right. at 4 o'clock in the morning. And uh, we're about three days after that now. I'm finally starting to get my body recovered a little bit. Well, it and then very traumatic. You had to deal with jet lag. Like and a time change. and a time change, like we landed and and one minute later is when the time change hit. So we had the three hour jet lag, and then the hour time change. So by the time so we you really home, had no idea what freaking time it yeah, was. Yeah, it it was not not a great situation. But again, we had a great time out there. It's just some people, some people, you know, just don't have the courtesy when you no, travel. No, they don't. I had a I had a really crazy thing happen one time when I was traveling. Um, I think I. I I can't remember what trip this was, but I was traveling alone. I think I, I think it was coming back. I got to go to Panama City and broadcast a couple of times. I think I was traveling back from Panama City one time. I was on Southwest, and for whatever reason, I didn't check in. Um, 24 early. hours. Yeah. So I got like boarding zone C or D oh. or something. So I knew when That's I got on the plane, it was going to be pretty much center seat, pick your seat, and yeah. just whatever. So I did, and uh, sure enough, and that's exactly what happened. Um, so I walk on the plane, and I'm like, okay, I need to find the best of a bad situation. And I found the center seat of a exit row. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, sweet. You know, extra leg room. And I'm like, you know, I walk up, and I go, hey, anybody sitting there? And the people, and there was somebody in the aisle seat, and there was someone in the um, uh, window seat. So I said, hey, anybody sitting there? No, go ahead. So I sat down and uh, take off and everything. Over a few minutes in the flight, these people on either side of me keep talking to each other. So obviously I realized that they know one another. And then I'm like, okay, this is kind of awkward, right? Did you ask them if they want to switch? You know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't like specifically ask them because I'm like, why wouldn't you say something? If I asked if that seat's available, why wouldn't they go? Oh, well, Hey, 
let me scoot over here and you can have the mm-hmm. the window seat, or let yeah. me scoot over there and you can have the aisle. You know, yeah. wouldn't that make more sense? I mean, that actually happened to me once, where I very purposefully booked. It was on a different airline where you pick your seat ahead of time. Yeah, and I very purposefully picked the A and the C, hoping that nobody would pick the B. Right, I was going to leave the B, hoping that nobody would pick it. And then we were going to have the whole row. And right. it didn't work out like that. And so we had the A and the C, and then somebody Some came and picked the B. And so then we said, hey, you know, you can have the, the aisle. So you and specifically I said, did it. These these people, so you knew that going in. These people picked these seats on purpose. Yeah. Probably for the same philosophy, thinking, oh, nobody's going to sit in between us, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, the conversation's going on back and forth. And then I realize, yeah, they know each other. They're freaking married. Oh, like, wow. it was a husband and wife. How much more awkward could this get? Yeah. I'm going to side with them here. That's not weird. That's how me and Pam travel because she knows if I'm sitting next to him, I'm getting smashed the whole flight. So she will take the, the window seat. If you're sitting next to who? If I'm sitting next to Pam. Like, if we're in the same row, usually I'm in the aisle and she's by the window. Okay, but have you ever had some just random schmo come in and sit between you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was movie. me. <laughs> it probably was. Yeah. It was just, it was just Actually, awkward. Actually, it was a sweet little lady named Juanita, and she was funny as hell. Can we you do her time. accent? I, I mean, while we're at I it, I can't remember the accent, but, but she was very nice. Yeah, it's like, but it, and if I remember right, like these people did nothing to acknowledge the fact that I was sitting between them. Like I don't think they said two words to me. They the just entire talked around flight. you. Yeah, they talked around me for the entire Can flight. Can we talk about the people that on Southwest flights, A, try to save a seat for somebody that's like C? Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's no. not how this works. No. No, I'm A40. Your husband's C40. He's going to have to pick a different seat if I wanted to sit there. Right. And the other thing is the person that gets on the flight with a with a bag of hot food that smells really, really, really bad. Like somebody got on the plane. Like I'd like to shove that person out at 30,000 feet. Leaving, and they had like two chili dogs with onions and all <laughs> kinds of stuff that just violated right. the whole plane. Right, and you know, once you eat that at the start of a four-hour flight, what's going to happen? Something's going to brew somewhere in the middle of that four-hour flight. So, yeah, and that, that, I hate it's people. Just do common that too. respect, people. It's easy. I guess if I wanted to, you know, to have it my way, I could just drive. But flying is so much. The easier. hell with that too. Yeah, you I, guys I are real whiny about curious. vacations. Like I. I'm all in on the trip out there, either a flight or or driving. But either you way, look forward to like it I'm, then... I, I'm hyped about it. I, I don't love the drive home or the flight home as much because obviously you're getting back to, to reality and you're not at the beach or the mountains or where, you know wherever it is you are. But um, yeah, you guys are all like doom and gloom about the whole dang thing. If, if I have to get to Vegas, then I'll and then here's suffer another thing. through it. <laughs> here's another thing: more doom traveling. and gloom. No, it, uh, to me this is common sense. <laughs> no, why in the hell? Do they not board airplanes from the back to the front? To me, that makes more sense. Because on Southwest, it's open boarding but, or open uh, seating, rather. Whatever. But why on the on the okay on the airlines where you have assigned seats? Why don't they board from the back to the front? These, I mean, because then you're not tripping over those hoity-toity first-class people who think they're better than everybody else because they get to sit in front of that stupid little shade. Or because that little first is always cocoon. better in our it's a cocoon. Whatever in our you fly up there, in our society, first is always better. So right. those people are paying the most, and they think they want to get on the plane but more. If, if I, they want that free cocktail before they get in the air. That's right, and they're fighting for overhead space. But then again, it's really what it's about. It's like I would get pissed if I was not that I've ever sat in first class. Um, I did, but, but I got kicked these, out. 
common folk like us, well, Jamie, like you and me, not yeah, so much Kyle. Not this guy over here. And we're carrying our carry-on baggage, and I would get pissed getting run into by everybody's carry-on packet yeah. thing. It's just like, to me, it makes more sense. Load the plane from the back to the front. Well, I'll tell you what makes more sense, and they'll never do it, is they want, I mean, everybody stood at the, uh, at the ticket counter, and they go, Attention, Southwest passengers on flight, whatever. Southwest uh, will never spot no, his podcast yeah, either. No, he's doing the accents. <laughs> yeah. I know, but I sound like a cartoon character or something. Uh, attention, Southwest uh, passengers. Um, if you want to check your bag now, there's no more overhead compartment space. You can check your bag for free. Please see a gate attendant. You heard something like that? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Because they, because they want you to put your, your bag in the belly of the plane. Yeah. So why do they charge for it? And Southwest doesn't do this, but all the other airlines do. So everybody, they've created this situation where they go, it's 40 bucks a bag on American and Delta and all the others. So nobody wants to check a bag. First off, it's a pain. You got to do your baggage carousel thing where you're yeah. waiting for an hour. Right. You got to pay to do it. Or I can try to squeeze this thing on the plane with me where I, it's with me the whole time. And that's free. Yeah. So then everybody, they created this this situation where everybody's trying to bring these these bags. They keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, it's not the tote bag anymore or the oversized purse or, or whatever. It's like this suitcase. It's bulging. It has 57 pockets on the side and all these zippers and handles and whatnot. And only kind of fits in that thing if you sort of wedge it. <laughs> <laughs> they want to put it up there on the, the overhead compartment. They're like, we're out of space. See, if Jamie has well, a... No. I think we ought to start Jamie Dawson Airlines yeah, or something. If he, if he has a, a, a plane trip not on Southwest where you have to pay for luggage, I guarantee you he's taking like reversible shirts. He's <laughs> flipping the underwear in and out. So he okay. basically can I take... I got two experiences I, I can share with I, you. I have this feeling... Uh, no, no, no. I have this feeling... <laughs> I have this feeling that me and this guy are now going to say a very similar thing because this is something that he would have happened to him too. This happened to me and my wife. We were flying somewhere and we weren't on Southwest. We had to pay for our bags. And for whatever reason... Um, you know, you're allowed the bags allowed to weigh, I think fifty pounds, 50 pounds give yeah. or take, yeah, a couple of pounds. So one time we fly and she put this bag together, and we were only going to be gone like two or three days, so we just made one bag for both of our stuff, and it weighed in at forty nine point five. I'm like, sweet hell yeah! So we flew somewhere a while, uh, uh, short time after that, and the bag was overweight. Okay, yeah, like by a couple of pounds, wasn't anything significant. Okay, so we do this. The person at the counter. Who I'm sure just gets paid to deal with people's BS oh, yeah. all day. Yeah. Right? Probably deserves it. It's a race. probably an awful. What are you videoing? Nothing. I'm oh. reading Twitter. Yeah. Oh. He's so bored with your story that he's on Twitter. <laughs> so um, it's like, okay, so bag came in overweight, right? And they're like, well, you got to do something about this. You need to put some of the weight because the other bag was underweight. So you need yeah. to move some stuff from this bag to that bag like were they in eighth grade math and i'm like okay i looked at this woman i said okay ma'am i understand what you're saying the bags are supposed to weigh whatever this one is a little bit overweight this one's a little bit overweight underweight i gotta take some crap out of this one and put in this <laughs> one all the same crap and it's all gonna wind up on the same airplane anyway i know it's because they don't want you to injure their workers moving the suitcase it's the same thing happened to me in a, a scenario where we packed together um, because we were on a short trip, right? And so we had this like bag that's fifty-two pounds or whatever. And I'm like, but we're allotted a hundred pounds of luggage between the two of us, and we only have one. So you're telling me if I had the same fifty-two pounds, but in two separate bags, it would actually weigh more. It'd be okay. But you're giving up forty-eight pounds. I'm giving them back to you. Yeah, I'm not using these forty-eight pounds. I know. 
I know. The See, we should rules, run people. the airlines. Listen, I don't. Rules are rules. I, I remember I this. See, this guy telling us the rules are rules. This is, I remember tweeting about this when this yeah. actually happened, and I got the same you. response from rules. this. So here's here my instances. One is on a low cost airline. Probably try to think liquids to TSA too, don't I, you? Well, it's happened before. <laughs> I'll tell you where you can hide them. <laughs> <laughs> You were the guy getting the body cavity search, weren't you? Yeah, well. Was yeah. he gentle? Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah. Were his hands warm? <laughs> he gave me a dollar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we fly this uh, an airline where you have to pay for the bags. And I only, um, you get a carry-on, I think, for free. So, again, it's a short trip, like a three-day trip. So I only pay for one one bag to carry on. And I'm thinking, I don't even know how this is going to work. And the people on the plane, the, the, the workers, they didn't care at all. I'm like, how are they even going to regulate that? I wasn't even I wasn't supposed to use overhead space. Like how are they going to stop me in row 13 from using overhead space, you know? They will I was, though. I was supposed to put it under under my seat in front of me. I'm not sure how that was going to work and they didn't. Then uh, on an upcoming trip, um I actually uh I got the um I got the airline credit card for the sole purpose of um not only gaining I guess two purposes, gaining the airline miles, um but also the it it allows me to take bags for free. Because I'm going to take a whole bunch of bags on there, <laughs> and they're all free. So then, and then, so as soon as oh, Jamie travels, that's right. As soon as Jamie travels, that policy will change. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Probably on my return trip, they're like, we, "We've switched that up, sir. Yeah, you're going to pay six hundred bucks because to get of this you. Stuff home. These bags no longer fly free. Well, I like to beat the system. <sighs> you make the rules, and I'll outsmart them. And I think the uh, the TSA security checkpoints are BS too. I mean, I get it. I just wish the I rules were the than, same. I'd rather them be there. Um, no, I'm not saying that at all. I think the TSA pre-check is a bunch of crap. Um, I think pay a little each bit person, more and don't really go through security. Yeah, so I think each person some, that is going to get an airplane should be subjected to the exact same security. So some of the airports now, too, you can. there's a third-party company that if you pay them money, they will kind of pre-clear you, and you still have to go through the machines, but they let you cut the entire line. I was in the Minneapolis airport coming back, and it I'm surprised I didn't just cuss somebody out because I have a short temper sometimes. No. And I was in a huge line, and I was trying to get through security so I could get time to do some work before I hopped on my plane. Get your chili dog and eat it in the airport no, and no, not I on wasn't the plane. Even eat. I just wanted to do some work before I had to get on the plane. And what should have been a 10-minute line turned into like a 45-minute line because every time I was about three away, they'd let 10 people in. It's like the fast pass at Disneyland. Yeah. 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 Well, there doesn't need to be a fast pass at the airport. <laughs> what if you're like the McAllisters from Home Alone and you're sprinting through the airport to catch, your, to catch your... So they, At least they, they wouldn't have left Kevin behind because they wouldn't have made a flight. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> then we wouldn't have a good Christmas movie to watch every year. I'm probably going to do that this summer. What, be late and then go sprinting through the we'll airport? Leave one of the kids. We have a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean you're too short of a Brady bunch, right? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. So I get on the plane and I'd you know, be like, ah, they're fine and they're fine they're back there in coach. They're fine. I just feel I just feel bad. You feel I just fine. want to know what Mr. McAllister fine. did to be able to afford that big ass house and to be able to take those guys on vacation. Yeah. I, I want to know. know how they put the house back together. I mean, there's tar in the steps. Yeah. A lot of renovation. How did the there. ice melt in the front steps for the next morning? How did mom not bust her butt when she came up the steps? How did uh, it was a Christmas miracle? How did the uh, the doorknob ever cool off? Why didn't it melt through the brass of the doorknob? Yeah, well, and the the M was upside down. Whatever happened skin. to that that tarantula? Yeah, it's still running around. That's a good point. Around. It's at your feet right now. Yeah. Buzz's girlfriend what about though. The Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> 
What about <laughs> yeah. the plate of macaroni and cheese he made right before Where the bad guys got off there? On this I don't know. It's all about this the, got to be a two parter. All, all about the. Uh, all about the airport. All about the Las Vegas airport. And where was Kevin's aunt and uncle when he got to New York on Home Alone 2? Where the hell were they? I don't know. Why weren't they in their house renovating it? I, these are questions we can't answer. We'll never, ever know. I don't yeah. know. I just want those TSA rules to be consistent. I and I don't fly enough for to really, like, really grab a hold of them. But when I go somewhere, when I leave Indianapolis and I'm gone for like three or four days and I come back from another airport, like I expect them in that short a time span to be somewhat consistent. And so I'm like, you know, taking my laptop out of the bag or taking my shoes off or removing my belt or the thing I did four days ago. And right. I feel like they're going, leave your shoes on. You don't, well, we don't need your belt. I'm like, well, I, I didn't know. What's I'm funny sorry. is the other day I had, um, I had jury duty at the federal courthouse here in Terre Haute. Yeah. And I walked in there. Pants off? I didn't have to do that. No. But it was just like going through security at an airport. I oh, had to yeah. take the belt off. That's I legit. asked the guy, I asked the, the, the U.S. Marshal that was doing security, I said, uh, do I have to lose the shoes? He goes, well, do you have any metal in the shoes? And I was like, no. But I could tell like the guy in front of me had steel toe boots on because so he had to take yeah. them off. And I'm like, you know, this is just like going through the airport, except I don't have the reward of going somewhere fun. Yeah. You know, at the end of the try being the guy that has to take the shoes off wearing size eighteen shoes and everybody's like, oh, Look at your shoes, the cloud <laughs> shoes. They don't Are even you related to Shaquille O'Neal. They don't even fit sideways through the conveyor. Like he has to line <laughs> they them have up. To inspect they don't those fit in a tote sometimes. Like, <laughs> I have to put them on the belt by themselves. They each get their own tote. Ridiculous. Oh, I don't understand. But uh, it seems like, you know, we've done a few of these episodes now, and it seems like we could fix a lot of crap in this world if they would just listen to us, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I just found the next week's episode topic on uh, on Twitter, so I'll have to fill you in a bit. <laughs> he All was right. listening to none of your story. <laughs> yeah, he, he was on Twitter the whole time. Well, he was holding his phone up, and it's like he was, was holding breaking news. Yeah, he I'm was sorry. holding it up like this, and I'm like, I totally think, is he like Snapchatting this? Or is, no, are we, no, no, Eric, your reading. story is so bad that Kyle's not even listening. <laughs> I was reading about our, 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 our local government, and uh, it turns out that they've uh, messed up on taxes yet again. All right, we'll get to They're that They're overcharging next. us, so that'll be the next, that'll be the next one. That'll, we'll, we'll get if to you that. you all let me, you may not let me. I might get banned from the podcast. We'll, we'll get to that in the uh, next episode of the Me and These Two Jerks podcast. Um, Kyle and Jamie, it was a, a pleasure as always. And uh, you still have chips left. No. Okay. I hate him. <laughs> Big thanks to our sponsor, Prelude Web and Marketing. He's the guy. Uh, Josh is behind our uh, website, meanthesetwojerks.com. He's put it all together for us, and it really helped us out with the hosting of this, and he does a lot of other cool stuff as well, from graphic design, website design, hook you up with a new computer, custom built, refurbished, all those things. Uh, get links to his site uh, from meanthesetwojerks.com. See you next time.